Potter expelled, and the Foxes hunt Rogers out. Evening, Tate. Evening, Jack. You up? Yeah, mate. How are you? Yes, all good, mate. All good. Ache a little bit from the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't even play, and I'm aching. <laughs> so, I bet the lads that played, bloody hell. I had some. Well, got some funny messages uh, the s- Sunday morning. So, mm. that was good. Good viewing. That was like you messaged me on Sunday saying every group chat you're in, you've got yeah. someone moaning. Someone was saying something about their legs or their back or they can't move and all the rest. So it was very good. So, but yeah, Saturday was obviously a charity day. And yeah, I have to say it was a very, very successful day. Yeah, well, I raised just over nine hundred pound, mm-hmm. which is which is fantastic. So thank you everyone who turned up and donated. Um, Woody's all all rounders was it? Who, Woody's who, Woody's roundup maybe. Woody's roundup, yeah. yeah who won won the tournament? Yeah. Um, with uh, one of the Lark Laws teams winning the the conference league. <laughs> yeah, they they won the plate, didn't they? <laughs> um, yeah. Apart from the the freezing cold wind. Yeah, I think it, it, was, went it was. Yeah, it was without good, a, it? without a fuss was that yeah. the, whatever the term is no we were obviously expecting a lot of rain weren't we but yeah mm. it was a bit cold a bit windy but I think mm. couldn't be I don't think you could be too upset with what the weather was like no I think everyone enjoyed it Jake Panel won golden boots somehow yeah. shout <laughs> out to the panel made sure that he got his award um, but no I think it went really really well and I'm really like I said just thank you again for everyone that turned up and supported it because if it wasn't without everyone else it wouldn't have been the day it was everyone yeah, said it was brilliant. a really good day but everyone made it that day mm-hmm. um so yeah, again, thank yeah, you very much. That was a brilliant day. I'm yeah, glad it went well. Roll on three weeks and hopefully my knee. Yeah, hopefully you, you sort yourself <laughs> just out. Just showing you my swollen knee yeah. before the start, and I don't know. You can make the run. We got three weeks to go, so and after that, I'll shut up and start, <laughs> won't talk about it ever again. Yeah, and probably never do a marathon. I would again. never do it. I don't think I'd even go running again. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, let's crack on with tonight's show. Um, so this episode is going to be slightly different. We're just going to talk about. The managerial sackings that's happened over the weekend. So starting mm-hmm. with um, Brendan Rodgers, we'll run through the the Palace game, Palace versus Leicester, and then what? We'll obviously, that led on to Rodgers, and then we'll go on to um, Chelsea versus Aston Villa. Talk about Graham Potter's sacking, and then we'll talk about there's thir- thirteen managers have been sacked this season. Ridiculous. So we'll run through the list, talk about them, our views on some of them, and on what's not. <coughs> And then end with the usual team of the week, winner the loser, and then wrap up the show. Yeah. Um, but to start as usual, we'll start off with the teaser. And this is also about managers as well. <laughs> there have been 13 managers lose their jobs this season. But which manager has managed the most Premier League teams? And there's a bonus point if you can name them all. Whatever. Or out of those managers? That... No, out of all. Out of ever. Ever? Yeah. Okay. Which manager has managed the most Premier League teams ever? Oh dear. And okay. bonus point, can you name them all? That, yep. that is tonight's tonight's quiz. <clears throat> right, let's put that to the back and let's start at Selhurst Park. Mm. Um, so it was Roy Hodgson's first game since returning as manager. Yes. Um, which I think is a stupid decision. <laughs> got the got the granddad granddad. The granddad back in. Like he'll keep him up, but mm. Vieira would have kept him up. They're, I yeah. think they're pretty much safe now for win. Like, yeah, I don't know. They didn't need much. No, that like you said, mentioned a few weeks ago that yeah, they're going into this nice run of games mm. that teams in and around them. Yeah, I mean, because company said it, didn't he? Vince company said it, and they had a really tough 
like three or four games in a row, and then now, yeah, they played Leicester at weekend. Who, who go on to they now haven't got a manager. They're bottom. They're sitting nineteenth in the league. Like they're a terrible side. Um, yeah, Palace getting rid of here. It's just like like we said before. Like what what are these clubs going to expect to do? What what are managers like Vieira ever going to achieve if if teams like Palace are going to bin them off because because they're twelve because having a bit of a struggle and the same with Leicester really about Rodgers. It's, yeah, so it's, it's all a very similar story of a lot of managers and. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about lots of them, but yeah, the the Hodgson homecoming. He, he, what they, have, I think they recorded like thirty-one shots in now. Yeah, it was ridiculous. a Premier League record for them in the first mm. half. How many shots they had on target or a, a goal? Should I say? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but going into the game, Palace had failed to win a Premier League game since New Year's Eve, and they hadn't struggled. They, they had struggled for goals. No one was scoring any. They weren't even. They went through that stat of was it three games on the trot, no shots mm. on target? Who they but beat? Not, New Year's Eve, who do you reckon? What? Oh, Bournemouth, probably 2 0. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly the score, exactly the same, yeah. Bournemouth. Everyone's Everyone last win was Bournemouth. Um, but obviously, the first half was, like you said, was pretty dominant from Palace. But bang on half time, Zaha got subbed with a groin mm. injury. And I've got a note here. That the way he looked, he looked pretty upset. That could be his last ever game. Yeah, he he, he went straight down, didn't he? He knew that he was hurt <clears throat> and got dragged off. I mean, I don't particularly like Zaha as a player. Obviously, for a team like Palace, he probably is a good player, but they always bang on about him and bang on about him and say, oh, like, and when he got injured, they were like, oh, he's their best player, has gone off the pitch, and maybe he's their best player, but... Oh, he's their GOAT? I think, yeah, but I think they could do without him. There's, I don't know, I just don't think he's... I, I'm not... But I they're really, really bad. Oh, they're awful. They're, yeah, but they're awful. Mm. Oh, yeah, maybe. Like, I know people aren't like his biggest fans and whatnot, but... They're never going to get a player as good as him. Yeah. And if they do, they're never going to keep him for as long as they've kept mm. him. True. So it's like he's really appointed captain as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Before he, well, as the start of the game. Um, but yeah, going into the second half, um, it was Pereira that came. Ricardo Pereira came mm. on for Leicester, and he scored within the first ten minutes. Um, lovely strike, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a great goal, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> top corner. Yeah, we think it got teed up from Castagna. I think it was mm. he set him up and smashed it into the top corner. It was a great finish. Mm. And um. Within three minutes, they were pegged back through a, it was an Eze free kick, crashed off the bar, and then hit um, Iverson on the back and, and went in. He started the last two games for them now. Yeah, I, I was going to say about him because, how is it? Yeah, Iverson own goal. That was only his second Premier appearance, obviously. He started the last last two games, like you just said, and there's an obvious issue with their side conceding goals and Danny Ward, like we spoke about before. <laughs> huge crap. problem. And they're, yeah, the Rodgers has maybe last last ditch attempt to. Try and salvage something with it, uh, that Iverson in goal, but yeah, pretty unfortunate when he really just obviously went for the save mm. and come off the bar and, and bounced off him, went in. They couldn't. It was a good hit Nothing on the free kick, it. but it was, yeah, it's it was very similar him. to the Jorginho uh, goal. Quite a goal goal, yeah. Mine, his own goal, just it? one of those things. It's just you, you want the keeper to try and save it, try and saves it, goes in. It's yeah, mm. it's very unfortunate, but. Yeah, it was a good good strike from Eze. And then um, Leicester continued. Leicester Palace continued to knock on the door, mm. and it looked like it was going to be a draw. And in literally the last kick of the game, um, was it uh, Jordan Ayew played through um, Mateta. Yeah, Mateta? Lovely turn and finish, mm. wasn't it? And just smashed it in. Yeah, that is a little it celebration. Looked, looked like he'd been scoring goals all his life. Yeah. It's his second of the season. Yeah, like, his last goal was August. Yeah, it's just. Oh. And then but how many players to let's do um, what strikers have Palace had yeah. over the years that are like that? It's got one goal here, one like goal eight, there. Like Jordan Ayew, I don't mean he scored in the 21st century. Like yeah. He's a shocking, shocking player. But yeah, Mateta, I mean, uh, Hodgson even brought him in. But 
Jean yeah. Philippe Mateta gets his goal, doesn't he? Um, Ninety plus four minutes, and it was literally they kicked off, kicked yeah, the ball up, and that was it. Ridiculous. And um, Roy got his first win, and Palace obviously first win in two thousand and twenty-three. Um, so at full time, that left Palace five points clear of the drop zone in twelve. Yeah, with On Leicester 30 points. Yeah, with Leicester one um, one point adrift of safety, sitting mm. in eighteenth now in nineteenth. Um, obviously because of West Ham's win yeah. over Southampton. But um, I think we knew that was it then for Rogers. The writing was on the wall. Yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's really hard because you know, I could say about Spurs, you could say about all the managers that ever get sacked, but yeah, they're just they're having a terrible, terrible season. And the way, because again, you could say this about all the teams across the whole league, but because the owners and the people who make decisions are so concerned about going down and losing all the money and what that mean, what it could mean for your club that Leicester, like we said, sitting 19th, owners, whoever's in charge is like, right, well, we can't go down. We need to do something. Let's get rid of the manager, change something. Mm. He's got whoever's going to come in, keep us up um, and go from there. But it's 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 weird because, yeah, Rodgers has been there four years, won the FA Cup, finished fifth twice, took him to through a European campaign twice, got him to, I know it was a conference league, but got him to a semi-final of a European competition the first time ever. It's like, again, similar to Palace, what, I'm, yes, Leicester and 19th, they don't want to get relegated, but I think you have to muddle through these horrible crap periods and try and just start again. It's just, mm-hmm. that's just the way football is. You, It's really hard to always be at the top and always be competing. You're going to go up and down, up and down. Um, I just, yeah, I'm... I, no, I didn't expect it, but I just think like, well, again, what it's just it, like like the title of this podcast is managerial uh, merry-go-round. It's just it's just that cycle mm. continuing, and yeah, exactly like you said, it's happened thirteen times this yeah. season. With and um, I do think the fact that they dropped into the bottom three for the first time mm. for a while. I think it might have been since maybe the first international break. Yeah, um, I think that was the catalyst before, behind the mm. the trigger. And yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. they got scared. Mm. They can't afford to go down. No, the players they've got, the, the wages, and that that could be a big, big trouble for them. But like I said, he, he arrived um, in February 2019 after winning all seven domestic trophies available to him at Celtic, mm. and he started <clears> really well. Even so much, even within a year, I think he'd been offered the Arsenal job. I think even Spurs mm. were hunting around for him. When was it? Mourinho had gone or Poch had just gone? Yeah, and we. Yeah, I'm sure he's. Very close to coming to Spurs now, but because I remember vividly, I was at um, the King Power and mm. it was torrential rain, and Leicester just wiped the floor off us two 0 You had Rogers there, like celebrating, like really good. Leicester played phenomenal, and you had Emery there with our horrific team at the time, mm. and we were like, we would love to have him in charge. Mm. Like, he just looked like he'd galvanised the whole yeah. place. Yeah, and I think yeah. Arsenal may put the feelers out, and then within like two weeks, he signed a new contract and. And he, if you like you said at the time, if you'd have gone to an Arsenal, gone to Spurs, you'd. Have, I mean, I don't necessarily. I don't want Rogers, um, but at that time, you'd have probably gone. Yeah, like yeah, he's doing a very good he's, job. He's fair enough. Like, yeah, he's sort of almost seems like he's made for us. But, uh, yeah, I hope we do not get Brendan Rogers. That's for sure. And obviously, the high point high point of his tenure, like you mentioned, mm. was winning the um, the FA Cup mm. against Chelsea in two thousand and twenty one, and then going on to win the. Uh, uh, charity shield, community, yeah, yeah community, community shield. shield Sorry, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Um, in in the following August, mm. um, but they yeah, did have two. No, they finished fifth, and it is superb for Leicester. Mm. But both times where they lost on the last day, didn't they, and lost out? Um, 
Yeah, they and yes, they won the league. An incredible season that will, like they says, it's ridiculous they won the league. But again, they are Leicester. Like if they finish seventeenth, they that's that's good. Like they they should be happy with that. Mm. I know they, and they'll have the odd season. They they want to finish top eight or top seven, whatever. Get get into Europe. But again, they are Leicester. Like, just, yeah, it's very. It's just I don't know. It's probably very frustrating um, as a football fan, but. Yeah, I just don't know what they what they want, what are they expecting? Who are they who are they going to get in then now to save them? What are they going to get in a, a, Neil, a Neil Warnock, a, <laughs> a Sam Allardyce? Yeah, but but in Potter, they that today come out and said um, apparently he's already turned him down. But of course he's turned him down. He's just he's literally twenty four hours for, mm. where it's forty hours ago been sacked by Chelsea. If someone calls you up and go, oh, do you want a job, mate? You'd be like, hang on, mate, I'm just yeah. I've just been sacked. Like, give me a second to yeah. think, like. He's not going to take their job. It's yeah, ridiculous, and and it's ridiculous. They're reporting that oh, Potter's turned him down. Like, too right. Of course, he's turned him down. He needs a, a moment to breathe. And it's oh, it's ridiculous. mad. We'll probably go into it. We'll go into it later on. But you, there is a scenario that you could see next season where there was rumours that was it Nangelsman mm. was the favourite for the Spurs job. Mm. Now Potter's gone. Rogers has gone. You could quite. Easy for me. Little, I could quite easily swap. see, yeah, yeah. conceivably, August the thirteenth, whenever the season mm. starts next season. Rogers at Spurs, yeah. Nagelsmann at Chelsea, yeah. and Potter at Leic- yeah. Leicester. Without and you think on paper, everyone suits. Yeah, and because <laughs> we'll mention it because you mentioned it briefly there, but yeah, they suit. But if that happened, sort of twelve months ago, you'd have gone like exactly that. You'd have, you'd have been like, yeah, fair enough. That's probably quite. A whether it's a good decision or not, but yeah, that makes total sense. But because of what's happened, Potter's done his little stint at Chelsea, and it's just all a bit of a mess. Yeah, it's all a bit. Well, it's a huge mess. But um, going back to Rogers, there seems to be a little bit of a trend. Um, obviously, with the Liverpool job, he, he was there for three years, and he just he got them to so close to the top, and he then did. and then he it did. sort of fell off, fell away. Mm. The players. If he ever fell out of the players, mm. I do think he comes across as quite a confrontational bloke. I, I reckon, he, yeah, he's he's a bit of a hot, whether it's a hothead or just yeah, exactly that confrontation. He he won't back down. Or mm. if someone says something out of line, he'll he react and. And I, I think, think that's good when he comes into a job because he mm. normally comes into a team of pretty crap. Yeah, and he's turning it around. Bit of a kickstart. But once he's got them to a level, they're a bit like, do we need you anymore? I think yeah. I think he he can be quite wearing. Yeah, and with Liverpool as well. In that period, they had a ridiculous side. They had Suarez, they had Coutinho, they still had Gerrard. Mm. I mean, they had, had some phenomenal players that he had a very good squad. And they mm. still had Sterling when he was young. Um, and then they had their little period. They didn't they didn't quite win anything. And then he's moved on and, and done whatever he's done. But I, mm. for example, uh, yes, I always talk about Spurs, but that's all I can think about is if he came to Spurs, like what, he'd be there two seasons, three seasons, and then what, we'd get rid of him again. It doesn't... Yeah, he was galvanised away. Yeah, but it doesn't excite me. It doesn't think, mm. oh, right, yeah, Brendan Rodgers, he's going to be our manager for the next 10 years. Like, mm. He's just going to be three seasons, maybe four seasons, and just be, oh, like like, like he's now Leicester. Just, yep, yeah, next one, who's next? So it's yeah. Just, it's, yeah, I'd, I'd want to stay away from him massively. Bar the FA Cup, I know it's easy to say, but he's always been like the nearly man, hasn't he? Yeah. He's always nearly got there. Yeah. But, um, but and in saying that as well, again, that if you, like we said a minute ago, but if he went to an Arsenal. Uh, Tottenham even 12 months ago 14 months ago you'd have gone yeah like, fair enough but I think because of his time at Leicester I don't know I just feel like he's slowly uh, it probably sounds wrong that Tottenham are above him but I think he he might have just just missed out on that yeah. top top sides top six whatever it might mm. be but 
No, I, I might I, be horribly wrong. Totally agree with you there because I think you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Mm. But you think he'll just see the summer out now, mm. like obviously at home, <laughs> back to normal Ireland. <laughs> and then um, I think a, a perfect fresh start for him. What, what would have been the perfect job for him four years ago would be the West Ham job, like you said. Yeah, because yeah, more is keep West Ham, and that would be put. And I think because he, he plays a brand of football that West Ham supposedly, and he would want. have been refreshed and yeah. I think that'd be a good move for all parties. Yeah, agreed. Um, if, they, if, they, if West Ham stay up, I think he's got to be yeah. a West... He's, Rogers to West Ham sounds perfect. Yeah. But then, like I said, Leicester. Can Leicester afford... I personally think no. Can they afford to get in a caretaker or, or Rogers' assistant yeah. for the end of the season? Yeah. You can't. But I think that's what, they've, what they're doing, isn't it? They're just... They're getting their... Like Spurs have done. We've got Stellini. Leicester are just mm. getting whoever ro- ro- worked under Rogers. So, again, I don't really get that. That manager, that person, I'm staring at Sterling right now on the screen. <laughs> he's he's worked with Conte for the last year. Whoever's Rogers' second assistant. Has he won more games than Conte this year? <laughs> I don't know, unknown. But but <laughs> no, like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you've yeah. sacked the manager, but you've kept all their, their staff and the coaches and all the rest of it. This doesn't make sense. The, he doesn't play any different to Conte. Like, the bloke who was Rogers learnt of Rogers and wants to do what Rogers has done so mm. it's very bizarre I don't really get it yeah I don't know what, there's no real names getting potted around <laughs> <laughs> no but I think like you said that 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 little trio swap would could easily could easily happen yeah and like you said Rogers not Rogers Potter isn't going to take the job straight away no but um, maybe in the summer yeah and, and that's, that's what winds me up is that they're reporting that Potter's turned it down he might have but in like whatever in the summer, a few months nearer the season, he if he went to Leicester, they'd be like, oh my god, Potter's changed his mind. Leicester have gone back for him. Blah blah. Oh, no, it makes total sense for him to have a little mm. have a little breather and then go right. Who wants me? Sort of thing. But yes or no question. Do you think after sacking Rogers, mm. Leicester are more likely to be relegated? I would say yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd agree. With yeah, you. that's a good question. I didn't. I haven't even thought about, it, but yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully go down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go no, down and we'll, and we'll clip your um, clip from the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, hang on. that. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Hot takes. That is a huge W for Jack and Brown. <laughs> a huge green tick next to my name. What a joke of a shout. Um, you did also have Spurs third, but well, win tonight. Off. Yeah. Well, win tonight. <laughs> it's not far off. Um, but no, yeah. Just, yeah, definitely. Leicester... Yeah, Madison, he doesn't want to play for whoever. Like, he keeps having mm. the assistant. Like, yeah, definitely. They'd, and that's the other thing as well. Vardy scored 20-odd goals, 15 and 15, and scored, like, one this year. Ian Nacho scored about seven goals in two years. Well, it was always coming for Leicester, that Vardy that drop-off. Vardy, yeah. drop-off, is that what you're yeah. looking for? You, a bit like, and I think Palace will have it the same as Zaha because they're never going to have a player that good who will stay there for that long. Leicester might have another good player, like they did with Kante and Mahrez. One good year and they're gone. Mm-hmm. They won't have that loyalty anymore. Yeah. You've seen that with Brighton, for example, yeah, yeah. Basuma even. Like whether they're good players, brilliant players for the current clubs, but yeah, these good players don't don't last in small teams anymore. No. Yeah. Um so the defeat, what I mentioned earlier, left them in eighteenth, but because of the loss, um the, sorry, because of West Ham's victory mm. over Southampton, which was a horrendous game by the mm. way. Oh my god. Oh, it was poor. Um just sorry, quickly on this sort of relates because Moyes, for some reason, I think after his game they were talking about because obviously Rogers just been sacked. Moyes made a point and 
got his basically got it bang on. But there's a lot of money at stake to be a Premier League club, and so and so clubs are doing what they can to avoid going down. Moyes, that's what Moyes has said, um, and that's the ultimate concern. They, they teams and clubs can't afford for their club to go down, and that's why you've seen the record thirteen managers mm. sacked or whatever mutually agreed to to. Uh, let let them go throughout the season. So. And I think that that drop into the relegation zone was like that's a big nah, moment. Really, yeah, because obviously Bournemouth won, Forest picked up points, mm. Wolves picked up points, Palace picked up points. Leicester next, uh, Villa at home, I think it is. Mm. Uh, Villa, uh, yeah, Villa at home, I think. And Villa, um, good, good team away. Is that one of the midweek games, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Actually, I think that's away. Couple, I've got my notes tomorrow. Here. Sorry, let me. Couple there's, tomorrow, isn't there? Yeah, there's a few games this midweek. I don't know whether they're the game in hands from the FA Cup week, is it? Possibly. Um, Leicester at home to Aston Villa, yeah. Yeah, yeah and Villa have been good away, haven't they, in the last few games. So, mm. as we're going to go on to next, I think. Yes, great. <coughs> what a, what's, a, what a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, I need to learn that word. <laughs> Not an outro, an intro. A transition. Transition, yeah, that's transition. a good word. That'll do. So, after um, a successful... Footballing tournament. Mm. We then got back to watch the five thirty. <coughs> um, I signed to Miles on the way. I really, I put in the poll. I, I clicked Villa. Is that uh, them? Sorry, is that Miles one of Denny? Yeah, the joke of a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Miles, absolutely ridiculous performance against Kent FC. Mm. Sent the boys back over the bridge with their tails between their legs. <laughs> no, well done, mate. Very good. I fancied Villa. Um, yeah, I, I was there. I fancied, it, but well, no, it's because I. No, I thought Chelsea would win, but yeah, Emery, talking about Emery and I've got here just that his style of play, he's just a mm. classic European little away side and a mm. horrible, gritty performance and they they got a huge result. Villa have been decent away from home mm. recently and my mate Unai has sort of gone under the radar a little bit. I think mm. they, they lose some, but recently they've been on a good bit of form and Watkins is the man spearheading at the top. Everyone thought, oh, what they've done here selling mm. Ings, but... That's sort of giving him a new lease of life yeah. and five goals in the last five away games, setting yeah. a club five record. Wa- yeah, I think. five away goals in a row. Villa unbeaten in five with four wins, obviously mm. a draw. Um, yeah, and they're, t- they're currently two points off six, sixth place in in their, and they're ninth, so it's all mm. very close. But yeah, their their little run they've put together, like I said, they're just they're like a little gritty European side against Chelsea. Thirty percent possession, five shots, two corners, mm. just like a typical. Of recent times, an Emery side that that Tate probably adores. <laughs> um, and yeah, they yeah. Just one thing I will give Emery though. Um, I think it's an absolute shambolic manager, but <laughs> um, he always gets his number nine scoring goals yeah. wherever he's been. Mm. When he was at Arsenal, it was a Bamiyang. When he was at Villarreal, it was a Moreno, Gerard Moreno. Yeah, he was street, banging yeah, in the goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ollie Watkins now he's getting him. He mm. finds a striker that he likes, and it, they all. Well, yeah, the way he plays works for that strike, and they mm. it might not work for the or the right midfielder might have the ump or the centre back might have the ump, but because the way they play is leading that to that, just give the striker the ball, give the striker the ball, and and yeah, obviously it seems to be working very well. Mm. Um, but you're going through the game quickly. What I mean, Watkins got played through one on one and missed an absolute sitter. He did, yeah. He? Um, talking of sitters, hundred million pound oh. Nikoloko Mudrik. Oh. What, I don't know which one was worse. I I. I I thought about this today, actually, not that it really matters, but I actually think the the one, the second one and one. Yeah, when he's wheeling away, to, he's wheeling oh, away celebrating. And he shoots and it comes <laughs> off like the back of his right heel. I think that's worse than the... Because the other one, although he obviously still should score or square it, whatever, take your pick, but that happens really fast. The other one, he had mm. time, he runs forward, like, you're just waiting for that. 
Henri-esque mm. bend into the corner and just gets it horribly wrong. Yeah, I agree. That, that Which is the way he was peeling off trying to celebrate. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. yeah he's awful bloke. Um, I mean, he might still quite come good, but yeah. not with talent crossed out in his neck, he won't. No. Oh, I can't wait to get on to Chelsea. Um, and then uh, Douglas, Douglas Weeds picked the ball up just outside his um, own half. The old mm. classic quarterback ball yeah. he tried to play, which <laughs> Cucurella tried to intercept yeah. and headed it back to the goalkeeper. Pushed it which through to Watkins. Watkins dropped down to him. Lovely tap over Kepper. Mm. Good little lob, wasn't it? 1-0 Aston Villa going into the break. Mm. Um Chelsea were crap second half. Oh. There's no even other word to describe nah, yeah, it. But they're just crap. First half, they could have had a couple and weren't too bad. Awful. They but looked shocking, didn't they? Corner came in, he got headed out, and then Jacob Ramsey squared it across and about 25 yards out. McGinn whipped McGinn! it. <laughs> whipped it into the corner. We've got McGinn. <laughs> Super John McGinn. <laughs> Captain yeah. McGinn. Beat Kevin um, twice in a week as well. Lovely finish. Um... I've seen a few few um, things online and in the media about if Kepper could have saved it really poor from distance, Kepper. But I think no. you can't take much away from the no. strike. That was a yeah. It's gone through a lot of bodies, and he mm. as Jake nicely. panel described it on the chat, pure whippage. Just, <laughs> yeah, it was just whipped. whipped. Yeah, it was good in the and side netting. Yeah, great celebrations good. in the yeah, corner, straight to the away, and that's what mm. I love to see. Big mm. John McGinn. No, Thunderfire is doing the business, and yeah, it was just that was pretty much it. Mm. Kante came on had a. Quick strike and that, but if Kante yeah. is the most dangerous player, then who? I think they brought on. Did they bring on a Bamiang? Or he no, Bamiang wasn't in the squad. On. Hang on, um, I'll get on to a Bamiang. They brought on yeah. a Bamiang. Um, One sec, you. They had Ruben Loftus Cheek playing right wing oh, back. Just class. It, when they let the teams out, he looked like he was playing <laughs> centre back, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, what a donut! Even though he's buddy, he was trying to chirp Laura Wood in the week, and now <laughs> yeah. now um, AJ swooped. In. AJ swooped in now. <laughs> Um, uh, Chelsea, where are you? Who else are they playing? They just had a, a team of just. They have just got a team of mis- misfits. They brought on Kante, Madueke, Gallagher came on. Oof. But Madueke was crap. Lebr- the uh, LeBron James of soccer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just. Yeah. <clears throat> no, they're. Oh, yeah, I mean, we going to it now, but. And then it was obviously <clears throat> yesterday evening um, after the full time whistle. And it was so. Yesterday evening, it was um, confirmed that Graham Potter had been relieved of his duties. Mm. Um, I think a little bit like Lister going into the relegation zone, him getting the sack. Yeah. The fact that Chelsea then had to sc- you had to scroll to page yeah. two, <laughs> exactly to see that. Chelsea yeah, PTO to get to them was the reason he'd got the yeah. got his head on the on the chopping block. That was yeah. it. Yeah, no, and Chelsea, you've you've got your you've got your club back. You wanted your. Your Chelsea, you've got them. Todd Bowley, the American Abramovich, <laughs> spends ridiculous amount of money. Em- he's got deep, deep pockets. You trust in the project of Potter for seven months, and yeah, you've you're potentially could have three managers in a season. I think your Chelsea are well and truly back. Well, the thing of Chelsea and this project, like you mentioned, there was and Todd Bowley was going on. It's Todd or Ted, I never really know. It's Todd, Todd, think, yeah. Yeah, Todd Bowley. And it's, to be fair, there's another guy. I forget his bag. Something I forget. His yeah, name. I'll get it wrong. But there's, it's not just obviously Todd. But again, like I say about Levy, Todd Bowley's not sitting there going right. Potter, you've got to play Loftus Cheeks like right wing back. You've I wouldn't got be surprised down there. <laughs> that's, that, that's sort yeah, of the sort maybe. of rumours you're getting out, aren't mm-hmm. you? Of it, but he comes to watch yeah. his training and puts his input but then, yeah, in. And this other guy, like part owner, or I don't know how much money he's got involved, but he's he's at the training ground a lot and he's involved heavily. So, I mean, Todd Bowley gets a lot of the stick and rightly so. But yeah, there's a plenty plenty of people involved, but. Yeah, just 
the project is uh, well and truly over. Chelsea aren't a project club. No, they're, they're not. not. So they're not. What, they're a tin exa- pot. I know exactly club. what Chelsea would do now. Whatever they do to the end of the season, maybe it's Gus Sidinko or whatever they get, <laughs> yeah. get Gus back. Yeah. Their next manager will be the biggest name out there on the market mm. because that's what they have to do and that's what Chelsea have always been because Chelsea, yeah. they buy these big player egos and you need mm. a big manager to go and to go and manage these players. Like the yeah. perfect manager for Chelsea has and will always be like Ancelotti yeah. who comes there, does two, two solid years, yeah. manages all the egos and will win you trophies. Yeah. And then they'll go off and they'll want someone else again because yeah. he won't. He won't. We can't win every single year, and they'll get fed up of that and they'll sack yeah. him because they but, don't win. Because they finish fourth yeah. and they don't win. They yeah, exactly. They need to. But they need else. a big name manager. I yeah. would not be surprised if I'd actually quite like it to be. Fair. I think it'd be good for the Premier League if they went back one more time, one more last dance, and got Mourinho with Jose. Oh <laughs> no! Oh, that would be sick. bring it back. I'd like him to come back. I, I mean, wouldn't even be surprised. Awful. I think it'd be awful. If Conte went back, I w- I actually wouldn't be surprised. I I don't think he will. I think he's yeah he, he's I think he's stuck in Italy. But if yeah, that's the sort of bloke. I mean, he was all for Spurs, mm. but he's the sort of bloke they exactly we were just saying about um, Angelotti and uh, even Hiddink when he comes in. That mm. it's that yeah they're almost like a maverick manager. They'll come in, do the business for two seasons, win them a trophy, and then right next. And that's what Chelsea are, and, that, and you can't avoid that. Like you said, they're not a project team. You're not a project team if you spend six hundred million plus in less than a season of football. Sack your two calls now. The manager of Bayern Munich getting Graham Potter, who should be teaching geography. Mm. Like you're just not. You're not a project team. Um, the first thing Manchester needs to do as well is stop playing that three at the back. Yeah, just play a flat four. Yeah. But I know the issue is they don't have. Good enough players to play it, but then why? But then how, how can you not have good enough players? You spend, yeah, no. like I said, six hundred million pounds. Cucurella, Cucurella is a crap defender. He's oh. a good wing back, mm. but he's a seventy-five million yeah. pound wing back when he was something like that. Something you you bought in Cucurella when you've got Chilwell, who obviously Chilwell's been injured, but will play and always will play left back. You bought in Koulibaly, who four years ago people might have wanted, but now he just looks done. He's finished. Mm. Yeah, you still got players like Loftus Cheek. Gallagher, Pulisic, Abamyang. Well, <laughs> Shall I lead on to Abamyang? No, but I was actually—it's actually a compliment to Abamyang. Mm. Some, all these chances, like, then they've missed a few chances. Mudrik had a couple. Mm. They're crying out for a striker. Havertz is not the answer. as your striker. No. He's not. Mm. Um, you're telling. T- please tell me that Abamyang wouldn't be doing any worse up there. No, he, he literally cannot. He can't. He—the the, he the one thing he's good at. Is finishing. Yeah. He might be a complete twat, yeah. rubbish in training, yeah. bad attitude, turns mm. up late, all flashy, all the, everything you mm. want to throw at him, blah, 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 blah. He would have probably scored, it, I don't know how many haven't scored since he joined. He would have scored a few He more. would have scored the same, if not two or three more, 100%. Mm. And he's only scored one Premier League goal and he's mm. had two managers. Mm. <laughs> he's got more managers <laughs> yeah. than he has Premier League goals. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's earning 250k a week, mm. whatever he's earning there, you might as well play him. Yeah, I agree. But, but the whole situation has been, the reason he's not playing is because the club mismanaged the whole thing they've mm. now got a bloated squad of 30 plus players and Potter was put to, to pick people in the squad and you can't keep everyone happy and I think that's been an issue that people have labelled at him that he's too nice mm. hasn't been ruthless enough and you can't keep everyone happy sometimes you just got to just say like you've got unfortunately yeah. sorry you're going to have to train with the kids because yeah. they can't have 35 players training yeah and it's like I think Potter has probably worked absolutely had sleepless nights and worked his absolute nuts off but I just think some people aren't not ready for that. Not ready for, and I despise Chelsea, but and they're a disgusting, horrible, vile club. But 
they're not ready. Potter isn't ready for that. Isn't quite up to that to that level and mm. that pressure and the money and the what they expect from you. And he should be at a club like he, he could be. He could be at Brighton still having the season of their lives because he got them to a point where they didn't even dream of. And mm. he could still be doing that. And deserve he's doing a brilliant job at Brighton. And he that could have been Potter. He could have got him into Europe and he'd be a hero. And and he might. And it sounds ridiculous, but he might get to a club like Spurs and that's his level. Like that sort of. Mm. maybe tilting into top four and threatening here and there. But yeah, Pot, I just don't think... And we said it ages ago. We said, I mean, surprised, and you kept banging on about it, but surprised he even last this Made right out of February. Yeah. I said he won't make it out of February. No. Surprised but he got to this point. We also we also said as well, Potter, like you said, was going on the right trajectory to be a, a good manager yeah. and a top manager. But out of the top six clubs, I think that'd be the last team that is oh, suited yeah. for Graham Potter. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think like you could say, if Klopp was to go... Mm. He would be a good. He would have been a good manager to go there because they'd give him time. Chelsea yeah. don't give anyone time. No, they don't give. And it's hard. And we're sitting here like we're just purely talking on football level and stuff. But obviously the money involved is ridiculous. And mm. I don't. Potter's always going to take the job, and mm. he's never ever going to deny that opportunity. And rightly so. It's he's probably earned ridiculous money out of it. But yeah, just purely football reasons. Yeah, Chelsea is probably the worst club that a manager like Potter could go to. Mm. I mean. It was just after deadline day. Well, they just had it was a mad January anyway. But mm. I mentioned it before on here that you could tell there was no plan because mm. the proposed move of um, Ziyech to PSG was all going to go through, and yeah. then there was some issue. Two days later, he started. Yeah, he played like th- started three out of the next four. And it's, it's is it he was in your plans, mm. and the club were trying to get rid of mm. him, or are you then trying to say like Actually, sorry, like sorry, him. it cocked up, mm. but we're trying to now make you feel better and I'm playing, but yeah. you're not in your plans. You just signed that Madawaki who yep. could have been playing instead, or that just summed up. Is I think that was just it. That was it was all. Yeah, it was just all too much for Potter. I think, and yeah, ridiculous, like, stupid, even like stupid that, appointment. Mudrick, anyway. the only reason they've signed him, and like I think Potter even came out and said him to um, what's his name, Carragher and Neville. Mm. I don't really have much sound in the signings. I yeah. just I just train them. Yeah, and I I don't like that that sort of chat of like oh he's not. He's not aggressive enough, or he doesn't shout and scream and swear and all that. That stupid video that come out of him when he swore and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah. well, I'm gonna win like, the fucking Champions yeah, League. Yeah, that's that's awful. I don't, I don't, uh, don't agree with that at all. Like, he can be whoever he wants to be, but yeah, he's just not like we said. He's just not a Chelsea manager, is he? This is an interesting thing, though. Obviously, how many done? God knows how many players he signed and Chelsea have signed this season. Mm. Um, they're now going to get have to get new manager in. Surely that manager's going to come in and be like, "You're not my player. Yeah, I know you're not a player." If he comes from another club, he might say, "Oh, I've got a a player I want to bring over." Yeah, yeah, you, exactly. Surely, surely, FFP has got to catch up for them oh, somewhere. They, they, whatever's happened this year, they, they have to be doing something terribly wrong. And like we, Potter yeah. was signed for a world record fee mm. for twenty-five million pounds, mm. and they're going to. And I'm hearing the rumours. I don't, I, we don't know. We don't know what the conversation will be. But we're hearing it's like twenty-one to yeah. twenty-five yeah, million. Yeah, and it's pounds. not. He's con- everyone. That's that's another thing as well. Everyone talking. And, of his contract that he would just get paid. That's not how it works. Like they're not Chelsea. They're not worth I say about anyone, but they're not that stupid. Owners of football clubs, people involved in football, the highest level. There, they're not that stupid. They're not going to just right because Potter's left. Okay, Potter's goes knocks on Todd's door and go right. I want all my money. It's not how football works. But yeah, the the money they've spent on players, the managers, and now sacking the managers and coaches. It they've just got to be in trouble. We talk about around City spending loads of money and all the rest mm. of it. They've yeah, they have to be doing something something wrong somewhere. I mean, his record at Chelsea from the 8th of September to yesterday is horrid. Really oh, bad. They've, yeah, they've played 31 shampoo. matches, 
won 12, drawn 8, lost 11. Scored 33, conceded 31. Right. It's just... It's, Poor. it's just so bad. And yeah. yes, everyone says a bloated squad and mm. they've got... You've got to be doing better than that. So you, you have to yeah, you have to issue yeah. some blame to Potter as yeah, well for doing definitely. a really I'd bad def- job. I'd, like, I'm defending. It sounds like I'm defending Potter. And I, I am, but also the same as that we just said. You have to put the blame on the, the manager as well, and because he, he hasn't had time. Players, and yeah. There hasn't been a settled team, and yeah, he hasn't found like United used to play four four two. Arsenal when they won the league, it was four four one one, wherever it was, and City have their system, and even Chelsea when they won it with Mourinho, it was four three three. But yeah, Potter hasn't didn't find his his method or his, his strategy anywhere near quick enough and yeah I mean it's part of the many reasons why he's gone just yeah it's it's just typical Chelsea they they wanted like you said the new project and it's, yeah, it's just, just reverted back to and I think yeah Bowley's first full season and he's sacked two yeah. matches already yeah and I, th- I think they've just seen the opportunity to it looks like they'll get Nagelsmann he, like you said he's like the biggest name on the market just been released from Bayern Munich and in the same sense that Bayern Munich got rid of Nagelsmann because they wanted Tuchel. Tuchel yeah. It's the same reason Chelsea, right? Potter's, we'll get rid of Potter because we can get this bloke. So, mm. yeah, it's just ruthless the the cutthroat business of football, but in particular Chelsea. It's just mm. a, yeah, another one chop on the yeah. chopping block. And to sum it up, I think Carragher said it well when he said Thomas Tuchel. You don't sack Thomas Tuchel and then replace him with Graham Potter. They're two no. completely different managers, and there's no plan there. And the owners look like they're completely clueless. Yeah, be. and they're. I'm trying to find something now. I think I've got it about Chelsea. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, sacking sack Tuchel, a proven elite coach in Tuchel, week after signing Bamiang, specifically for Tuchel, and then before appointing a comparatively inexperienced coach who needs a pre-season, then signing a half a new squad that he didn't demand with a premium fee on eight-year deals mid-season. Todd Bowley, like, mm. you haven't changed Chelsea. You've you somehow... You've got worse, and your your owner is more barbaric than the previous one. So. <laughs> yeah. oh, I think that sums it up quite nicely. Is there anything else you'd like to add on Chelsea? Um, your fans were singing. You don't know what you're doing to your your project. You're the your Grand Potter, the man you all loved and wanted to stay. So there you go. There's your Chelsea. Right. That's a that's a good way to end the first part, and we'll be back with part two, and we'll run through. The other 12 managers have lost their job. <laughs> yeah. Scott Parker, Thomas Tuchel, Bruno Large, Stephen Gerrard, Ralph Hasselhutl, Frank Lampard, Jesse Marsh, Nathan Jones, Patrick Vieira, Antonio Conte, Brendan Rodgers, and Graham Potter. Nagelsmann out of Bayern, Tuchel into Bayern, Poch to a grid question mark, Luis Enrique question mark. The <laughs> list goes on and on and on. Stellinian. <laughs> could there be more sackings this season? Yeah, it's been yeah give me a yes or no. Well, Quick no, prediction. It's, it's the record. Quick. Oh, as in you think there'll be more? Yeah. Uh, Quick prediction. Pot, I mean, uh, Cooper could be, could be next. <laughs> well, the Forest manager. With nine clubs still in fear of relegation. Mm. You've no, got, surely not. And the stat I wanted to give you, that's, that's the reason I asked. I'm glad you brought up um, the Forest manager. Yeah. West Ham and Nottingham Forest, 
are the only two sides in the bottom half yet to change their manager. Mm. And obviously, are both rumoured to have contemplated changing mm. in recent months. Um, just be nuts, isn't it? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, it, is, it sounds true because, like we're saying, 13 minutes is the record. It has been the most ever uh, like of, of history. So, yes, it has been ridiculous. But I think just... It's not as easy to say that, but yeah, the fact that mo- the money at stake is ridiculous. Like Moyes come out and said that, yeah, they're they're worried. Clubs are worried. Owners are worried about their own money. Yes, they're worried about a club, but they are essentially worried about the money they're putting into a club and what it could mean to them if they were to get relegated. So, I mean, if we yeah. want to just have a quick run through, Scott Parker, I think, was extremely harsh. Getting so yeah, definitely. What do you think? Yeah, definitely, because at the time, yes, they got absolutely battered. I think I said at the time it's a sackable offence, but. Again, like we'll probably say about a few of these, they're Bournemouth. Like, yeah. they are fighting relegation. Three games, three games in. Yeah, they're playing against the Liverpool side. Who, all right, the season they've now gone on to had hasn't been that good, but of recent years, you're like, right, they're going to win the league or finish second. So you sort of wipe that off and go right next game. And yeah, no, I I agree. I think Scott Parker was harsh. Thomas Tuchel, I think, was on the cards, mm. but stupid. It, yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's Chelsea. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, next. <laughs> um, Bruno Large, Stephen Gerrard, and Ralph Hasselhoetl. I think Bruno Large was a, a random one. I'm not saying I don't I don't know much about Bruno Large or what they were doing at Wolves or if they were good or what was going on, but it just seems like a at recent times again a, a classic Wolves manager, mm. like a sort of random European gets his own little players in, does what what not, and yeah, was a. Uh, maybe it was harsh because what, again what Wolves expecting mm. to do I don't know Stephen Gerrard yeah I, I wouldn't say he would have done much worse than uh, maybe he wouldn't have got a couple of wins that Emery had done but yeah Hasselhoot I think should have gone for about three years ago yeah <laughs> after his first nine nil he should yeah, have gone yeah agreed agreed Hasselhoot had to go Lampard should have even got the job in the first place so skip yeah <laughs> Marsh Marsh <laughs> the goat get him in. he'll be at Chelsea next he'll be running down the wing with Todd yeah get him in um, Nathan Jones awful decision like, awful yeah. decision to even get him in yeah. so yeah he should he should have gone mm. Vieira I think harsh yeah Conte should have gone Conte yeah. got himself sacks yeah it, although Conte's Conte just friendly fired on himself yeah he just didn't <laughs> want to be there did he just held on to the grenade and that yeah. was him gone Rogers and Potter like we spoke about yeah um can there be one more sacking? Uh, I would surely not, but yeah, uh, like I said, Forrest, Forrest just sniffing. Yeah. A man, you're going to give me one. Jurgen Klopp. What do you reckon? Ooh. Not sacked, but I think in he the could, I think he could walk, mate. Mm. It's getting to that stage. I he, think. I don't think he, he will get sacked. I don't think I don't think they'll sack him purely on. I, again, I heard it today, but what he's done at Liverpool. Yeah, Matt, yeah. What, I don't been, think he should be sacked, but I no. think he could walk. Uh, yeah, he could. In the summer, that wouldn't. I'd be very surprised, very, very shocked, and I'm, I don't think it will happen. But yeah, who knows anymore? You can't, you can't predict anything. Because looking at it, they're the only. I think West Ham and uh, Forest are the only two that that could mm. that could change the managers. Yeah. Um, but it's been a mad, mad season. I think the record was ten. Mm. It was ten because yeah. it was Rogers was the twelfth at the time. That was obviously the new or eleven was, but. Rogers at twelve was the new record, and then what a matter of hours late, hour, a few hours later, and Potter was gone as well for mm. thirteen. Um, yeah. You could see a few of these managers going back in the Premier League. I think Scott Parker maybe gets another club promoted, but like you said before, yeah, he could be. I think he's finished. 
Yeah, getting, think... getting a new job in the champ, getting the Premier League. Yeah. Tuchel obviously got straight into buying and won at the weekend mm-hmm. straight away. Beat Dortmund as well, not just great a Mickey Mouse club. Great yeah. decision for us. It's a great win for both parties. Obviously, the Nagelsmann, you can think what you think, but we deserve to get sacked mm. or not. But too cool for him going straight into Dortmund to a top now. Yeah. <laughs> just going to win another league. Yeah. Um, Champions League quarter final against Man City. He's got a very good record against mm. Pep. Um, and again, like we said, but he's gone to buy top draw yeah. manager, isn't he? and he's gone to buy Munich, who are who were brilliant under Nagelsmann. Oh, sorry, watching Spurs. Kane just missed header. Who? Yeah, Nagelsmann was doing really well at Bayern. Yeah, they weren't uh, walking away with the league like they, they used to, but he wasn't. They've got a brilliant squad. They've got some fantastic players. Like, yeah, it's, it's a brilliant opportunity for Tuchel to walk into. If Leicester stay up, could you see him appointing either Steven Gerrard or Frank Lampard? I would say a Gerrard more likely than a Lampard for me. What about you? Not Lampard, surely. Um, no, but I think that that'd be a good move. For, like, obviously, a bit, the boat, I think both managers would snap their hand off if you're yeah. the job. Yeah. Um, I think they'd have to go for someone a bit more. They're talking bit Rafa. More. Rafa's the favourite. I've seen yeah <clears throat> chat of Rafa, and Tottenham favourite on Sky Bet is um, uh, Brendan Rodgers, which I don't want. Yeah, I wouldn't be. I think Rafa will be in the Premier League again next year. Mm. Maybe uh, um, it's Hodgson just at the end of the season. I think he's on a yeah short term. I don't mean, yeah, they can't. They just can't carry on with Hodgson. No, I mean surely he doesn't want to be there. He's so old. <laughs> he's so old. The poor he's boy. He's seventy three, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. He's he look every time he comes back, he looks older and older, <laughs> doesn't he? There's some great videos of where like. They said like when Elise puts on his phone in the in the change room and like as he's dancing, <laughs> it's like yeah, I won't say exactly what happens, but it's very very good videos. No, it's funny, but boy, like boy, the boy. respect the the guys must have for him. Like, you think a seventy year old, you just think like, how do you know anything like still? Yeah. And he's just on the training field, loving it. <clears throat> yeah, but how he, does he get motivated? He knows how to set a team up, and mm. yeah, he's one of the one of the legends of the game. And yeah, he's a, a fan favorite at Palace, isn't he? Um. And then Vieira, I don't think we'll see him back in the Premier League now. I think no, I think he'll go to could go to France, could go, yeah, go foreign, back to France, somewhere yeah. European, a good maybe a top a top division somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, harsh. I think very very harsh on him. At Palace like, again. What what was he going to do? He he was building that side and trying to play a certain way, and and then they just give up on him straight away. Marsh nearly went straight back in for Southampton, didn't he? Mm. Do you reckon we'll see him again? Marsh, no, I, I don't know. Maybe he might. I think he could loiter and not have a job, and then in the first few months when someone gets sacked, Marsh next at West Ham. Season, nah, <laughs> nah. Marsh at Palace, I could see. Mm. That would be like the real. What's that? The program? Yeah, the ah, uh, the one on Apple TV. Yeah, Apple TV. What's the bloody hell is it called? It's called Todd. It's, didn't it? Todd. That's where you get Ted. No, Ted, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, and it's like based off at Sellers Park. But mm. I think yeah, maybe Marsh and some others that when managers get sacked in the first few months, they might jump in and Marsh might return. I, I'd like to see Marsh back personally, but yeah. Have I'm you got a, a personal favourite for Spurs? I want someone, not a bit random, but we need to. So not Potter for me now. I would have had Potter when he left Brighton. You wouldn't take him August thirteenth. Nah, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have Potter now. I, w- I don't want Rogers. I I think I don't know these European managers that get thrown about and these names. I'm, you might even have the names. But I don't know them, but there's a lot of talk of the, the Frankfurt manager, the the Lisbon manager, Sporting. and yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah. Um, 
and I don't know them. Mm. They they might be awful. I don't know, but I think we need someone in to and give them a chance and time and all the rest of it, and and let them let them be be in charge of our club. And that's what that's what I think we need to do. We need to avoid these. And it Levy and again the people around him, they need to stop going right. Well, what do we want the next year? What do we want the next two seasons? We need we need to look far beyond that and and look at someone like one of these names that gets thrown around. I don't know. I mean, I necessarily wouldn't. I wouldn't go company and Michael Carrick, but I'd much prefer Michael Carrick or company than Rogers or Potter. Hundred yeah, percent. And I don't know. They they might be awful. I don't know. It might yeah. be just because. The, again, the names that are thrown about, but I'd much rather see company coming in tomorrow than Rogers. It's like the saying, "Oh, you need to prove in this." No. What, what have you proven? Yeah, exactly. You've proven that you're this level. Yeah. But we want someone that maybe. Yeah. You, uh, you sort of need what you went with with Poch before, who was <clears throat> yeah, an unknown. At, or not because he was doing you well do at Southampton. Southampton. Yeah, yeah, but you want you want the Southampton Poch yeah. basically. That's what you're looking yeah. for. Yeah. And it that, that for me was uh, the Brian Potter. But and I think Deserby to an extent. Yeah, well. and Deserby come out of sort of nowhere, but. Because of Potter's seven months, I think, oh god, like I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't, don't want that, don't want that to happen to us. But yeah, I'd, yeah, exactly that. I'd much rather see someone sort of come out of the blue and Rogers to Spurs. It, I think, like you said, it would have been a good fit a couple of years ago. Yeah. But if it was to happen, that would for me give me like PSTD of um, mm. Nuno. Oh yeah. That sort of. Yeah, because like like good manager on paper, but yeah. so um under un- underwhelming. Underwhelming. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. But like you said, like what they're proven, like what what have they proven that they're they're going to come in right, do do okay for the season or two, and then the third, fourth, it goes downhill. People hate him. The the players don't want to do this, do that. The managers like what, and then he goes like just. I don't get it. What what motive? I know the money'd be great for Rogers, but what what motivates these people? Do they just they want that little stint. I don't. Yeah, it winds me up, to be honest. Would you take your mate, Sean Dyche? Dyche. Or Chuck's aside? No. No, I wouldn't have Dyche. <laughs> I do like Dyche, but yeah, I'm not. If we have Tottenham, we're 16th, 15th, I'd have Dyche. But <laughs> luckily, we're top four somehow at the minute. Well, uh, depending on tonight's result. But yeah, no, not Dyche. No. Well, it's going to be a big week of football. This week, obviously, you've got mm. the weekend fixtures, um, Arsenal, and the next and sorry, the yeah. next couple of days we've got some Premier League yeah, games. So I just yeah, just about to read out. So we have got Bournemouth versus Brighton, Leeds versus Forest, mm. Leicester Villa, Chelsea, managerless Chelsea versus Liverpool, May United versus Brentford. I think that'd be a very good game, mm. and West Ham versus Newcastle. Another good game, I think that'll be. Yeah, um, and, and bear in mind how bad United have been since the cup. Oof. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't got the numbers, but no, no, I haven't got loads of stuff on United, but. Again, like you said about managerless Chelsea, I couldn't hear managerless Tottenham more today. But yeah, managerless Tottenham, no sporting director. We haven't even got a women's coach for our football team, our women's team. And yet, if we win in this current game we're watching against Everton, we go third in the Premier League against the mighty Man United and the Saviour Ten Hag. Talking so. about the Man United and the Saviour Ten Hag. Yeah. I saw the best meme I've seen in years. It was yesterday. It was um, a bloke cycling. Yeah. And... Um, it was him cycling, and the caption was Ten Hag subs on. Uh, was it? Who's a who's a Swedish centre half? Well, they've got Lindelof. Yeah, Lindelof, yeah. Fred, and that other youngster they brought on subs on him. Mm. And then the next one was him falling off the bike, lose two 0 and it was like Glazers out. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's <laughs> Glazers' yes. fault. Yes, I want to talk. Just mention that briefly. The yeah, you sent me the 
the talk sport video of Alan, about the Glade. Alan Cooks wasn't it? Yeah, or and he's like a journalist, and uh, I don't know if he's for United TV or something, yeah. but like he's obviously heavily involved. But yeah, exactly that. As soon as they lose, ah, oh, suddenly yeah, Glazers. It's you didn't spend in January. You bought in Valt Vegas and blah blah. You lose against Newcastle, right? It's it's Glazers' fault. But you beat Newcastle in a cup, and it's oh, Ten Hag is unbelievable. The players he's got are incredible. What a manager! What a team! Like, and it's the same again. I bring it back to Tottenham, but. It's the same thing that happens at Spurs, and Tottenham fans are too blind and ignorant to see what their their views are saying. But it's the same thing when it's going terribly wrong. It's oh, it's Levy, he's rubbish. He don't spend money. He does this. He he doesn't back the manager. He doesn't do this for the club. Doesn't spend the money. All the all the same rubbish you hear. It's all his fault. But if we win, oh, Conte's incredible. Oh yeah, we've got we've got the best players. We've got the best players in Europe, and we've got the best stadium and. But yeah, it's the same thing that United fans are doing. When they lose, it's Glazers. When they do great, it's the manager, Tottenham. When they lose, it's Levy. When they're doing great, it's because it's we've got the best team, the best manager. They um, have had more points under Ranić and Cristiano Ronaldo. First time, was he? 37-year-old or whatever he is? Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. but we can't, we're not right. Oh, we take, we're not right. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on to team of the week. Mm. Um, I'll start us off in goal. Lucas Fabianski, we decided to choose. Clean sheet. Yep. And he'd returned after five games out. And it's the first win for a while for West Ham, I think. Yeah. So um, I used to think that Ariola was maybe a bit harsh not playing at all. Mm. But he's clearly got a number one. Mm. And I think Ariola's one of them goalkeepers that probably gets a reputation for not playing. Yeah. And there's probably a reason why he's not playing. Yeah, and but exactly. That. He, gets, he gets a reputation. He's like, oh, he must be. Why is he not playing? But yeah. Exactly what you're saying. He's, yeah. he's obviously... And he made a couple of good saves mm. and I just think he's a real solid professional. Mm. West Ham fans must... I wouldn't say he's a legend, I don't no. know, but he's been a real solid pro for them over the yeah. six, seven, eight years he's been there. Um, and without him, they probably notice a big difference. Yeah. So maybe Ariel is not a bad goalie, but yeah, no, Fabianski this week. Yeah. Move on to defence. Yeah. Off? Um, I'll take your man, Mr. Ben White. Benny Blanco. <laughs> uh, Benny Blanco. <laughs> Was it two in five or two goals in five? Two in five or two in seventy-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending which I like way the, you want. I like the two in five. I think. Depending which way you want to spin <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but yeah, comfortable game when it against his former club. Nice goal. Yeah, what four-one? Just uh, overall, the whole season has been very good at right back. Mm. Is supposedly not not favourite position. Um, but yeah, and not good enough for England there. But. Yeah, exactly. No, nowhere near good enough for England. It's all right. We got Eric Dyer. He'll play. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just yeah, nice goal, good another good win for Arsenal at home. And speaking of centre backs playing at right back, John Stones, joke of uh, a player, um, playing number in there, ten, playing in there for um, <laughs> for Man City in the, yeah. in their win against Liverpool. Mm. Again, similar to Ben White, had a fa- another fantastic performance in there. He's been playing there re- recently. Um, Pep's gone for this since Cancelo's left. He must have fallen out of favour, not faith, fallen out of favour with Walker. Yeah, because. I've had Walker walk my fantasy team for a few weeks and he's just got no points. Never plays. But Stones has been playing in that full-back position that then go into midfield. He's a great ball player, so it suits mm. him well. And defensively, they're probably a bit more solid when they when they want to shuffle across and whatnot. But he had a great game and yeah, we thought we'd, we'd put him in. Yeah, he was good. And it was the There's a clip going around, so I'm just getting the team up now that we picked. Um, is it there? What's, what's Stones' is, what was the goal? The third goal for City? Is it the third or fourth? I think it was the third goal, 3-1. Stones basically started the move. He was sort of playing centre-back. Then he moved into that <clears throat> holding role, pinged a 
diagonal across the pitch. Then he gets the ball again, and he's like a number ten position. It's just ridiculous. Like I said to my dad, like imagine I'm looking at him on the screen now, but Dave Sanchez picking the ball up and spraying it. Even for Arsenal, Saliba is a, he's a brilliant setback, but even if he's done that, he'd be like, whoa, whoa, this guy is a joke. Like, so yeah, just ridiculous that um, Pep's got a centre back that can do that. So mm. John Stones, yeah. Definitely. And while we're on Man City, um, we carry on the Man City theme yeah. of Jack Grealish since since the World Cup has been on outrageous form. Um, a goal and assist against Liverpool. Um, just planned. Probably the best football of his Man City career so far. Yeah. He I think he started he like nine of the 14 games since he's come back to the World Cup, something like that. Mm. And I think he's I think he's one of them players that needed the run of form, needed the run of games. Yeah. A bit of To, get, to nail down yeah. that left-hand side. Mm. Um, but, but like we said, Man City are, have got an embarrassment. Yeah. A lot of talent. So who didn't play yesterday? Foden didn't play. Yeah. Haaland didn't play. Haaland really. didn't play. <coughs> like, mm. And they still win 4-1. It's yeah. just like, how, how are you going to get, how are you going to compete for that? Mm. Like, Realistically. He was good, and but yeah, yeah, the vote for this week was in the midfield with Joe Willock or McGinn. Who did you go for? I voted McGinn. I think Super John McGinn. I went for Willock. Did you? Yeah, he was good. But yeah, John McGinn. I just checked seventy percent of the vote. Mm. It was uh, obviously second goal for Villa at the weekend. Just a not, not a com- goal, oh, was it? maybe a comfortable game, but yeah, Chelsea away. You'd, you'd expect a tough game, but yeah, he was brilliant part of that. A good Villa side, and yeah, rightly so, slots him in. Mm. But I'll let you take away the striker. Up top, so there probably actually was a few we could have gone for this. I think Ollie Watkins could find himself a bit unlucky to be sad. We've He's been in recent Couple teams. Times, yeah. <coughs> but yeah. Um, Gabriel Jesus um, got, the, got the, um, the slot up top. Mm. First start since November the 4th, I think, prior to the World Cup in the Premier League. Um, and return of two goals. It was actually his first goals he scored since the North London derby back in October. Yeah. Um, it's mad, isn't it? Because he's had a ridiculous injury but he just looks nothing's happened he looks absolutely yeah. fine like he, he he could have he had the, f- the initial header that he went over the bar mm. and then he won the penalty which at first I thought was a complete dive but mm. you see Ailing, what are you doing it, yeah he does <laughs> he a, touched his knee exactly like. that when you watch the, the game you're like my god what that's got to be a dive but yeah, yeah Ailing just stupidly has his leg still in the air and whatever like Tezu does dive but also Ailing stud is on his, in his knee, knee, left yeah. knee or right yeah. knee, wherever it was. So, yeah, you, it's always mm. going to be a foul. Well, I didn't watch the penalty because obviously I was at the football, but I had it on my phone and obviously I knew that Saka wasn't going to. Saka was on the bench, so I was like, mm. don't let him take it. Because <laughs> he's got such a bad record. Why, Zeus? Yeah, oh, awful. really, yeah. Not he for Arsenal, but for Man City, City yeah, 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 like yeah. The, the most checkered penalty record yeah, yeah. you'll see. Um, <clears throat> and I had it on the old flash score thing, and mm. it said Odegaard got the ball, but the, the, everyone's doing this thing out there now. If the captain gets the ball and then pass it, I'd yeah, take all the pressure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Trippier done it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. true. Um, but no, he stopped the penalty away, mm. um, and then got a lovely second goal and paid an hour, two goals, and wrap him up in cotton wool. And yeah, bear in mind he's not a, he's obviously incredibly fit, but he's not necessarily at his mm. full fitness. Yeah, it's good. Wrap him up in cotton wool. And yeah. nine games to go. Oh, oh, you're getting excited, Tate. No, because we're not ten points clear. <laughs> I told you, we're still. I still want to admit we're in a title race. Ten points clear. Mm, I don't want to talk about it. That's why. We, that's part of the reason why we're not because I don't want to talk about it. But yeah, Arsenal have got City in a couple of weeks. You got some big games, so we're trying to avoid talking about because City won, Arsenal win again. Like, it is what it is. But until you play each other and stuff, hopefully at that point there'll be more of a talking point, and you can. Di- digest or what's yeah. the word dissect sorry dissect the game and and then I mean, it'll be an interesting form. weekend because we haven't won at Anfield for 
12 years, 15 years. Yeah. That's if, that, that, if, if Arsenal are going to win it, they have to win at Anfield. They yeah. have to win at Etihad. Yeah. They're the games that is you got City away that champions yeah. win. You got City away, Liverpool away, Newcastle away. Three games. Chelsea over at your home. No, West Ham no, away. No, irrelevant. Brighton at home. Irrelevant. 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 You've got City away, Liverpool, Newcastle. If you if you lose at City and beat Liverpool or Newcastle, I think you win the league. Last year we that, battered in all three of them games. Um, no, I'm not having it. Yeah, but no, that was last year. No, no, this that's, what, that's, that's what I'm this saying. We got z- we got zero out of nine last year. What so, City, Liverpool, Newcastle? Yeah, yeah, all right, okay, yeah. So no, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're hard. Then, they're very but hard. the champions of the never worked. You said it yesterday. The first thing he said something sensible for a while. <laughs> goes champions win at Anfield. Yeah, like that's like you win at Anfield yeah. and you think. Wow. Yeah. Like, and and I know it's not Liverpool of yeah. old because Liverpool have lost to Bournemouth recently. Yeah. They've lost to and Wolves City and stuff. Yeah. And, but but Liverpool at home is different. At Anfield is different. Yeah. Look at they just did May United. Yeah. And they know that they can turn up and beat Arsenal and potentially <clears throat> change your season. So yeah, those three games then we'll then we'll talk. But we'll um <coughs> we'll go on to that next week. Yeah. Um moving on with the penultimate um winner and loser. Um, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to this. I'll start with the winner, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it. Um, and I've gone for my friend and his wife, Kerry and Jordan Johnson. Very good. Football, unfootball related. Yeah. Um, but correct, congratulations on the birth yeah, of your congrats, daughter, and Kerry. Um, Lily Louise Johnson. And um, obviously the rest of the Johnsons, yeah. Kelsey as well, Uncle yeah. Rue. Yeah. And Nanny <laughs> and Granddad, Mark yes. and Emma. Yeah, is it Nanny and Granddad or is it Grandma Granddad or was it Nanny and Pops? What, what are we know. going for? I don't know. I didn't ask him, but I did say congratulations. So, yeah, of no. course. No, congratulations <coughs> to you too. And, yeah, hope all was well. I'm looking forward to seeing Lily whenever. Yes, whenever. she does look yeah. very, very cute. So Yes, no, that was my winner loser. Unfortunately, I thought that was yeah. a nice touch. Yeah, no, good. Th- thanks for mentioning that because I, I, my winner of the week is... <laughs> Pri- oh, sorry, right on the mic. Um, Prigo FC... We're a team on the on the <laughs> on Saturday at Tate's Charity Football um, Day, which was obviously, like we said, brilliant. And I was one of the refs on the one of the pitches, and Progress FC were our very very mysterious friend. Are we gonna name our editor or keep him un- unnamed? We can name him. Name and shame. Yeah, Mr. Josh Goddard. Goddard, sorry. Yeah, yeah. His brother Luke. Yeah. His brother Luke has a company called Prigo. Elect- Fantastic electrical company, but sponsor us. Yeah, if you if you want to sponsor, us, you can. Anyway, they had a team, they had a player. Okay, so I think it was their final group game against ABC, which is the <laughs> angry Bitmaker crew. Aggr- oh, aggressive. Oh, aggressive Bitmaker crew. Ben Graham, who loves a ball roll. Terry Maynard loves a slide tackle. Um, so the ball gets pinged into this striker. He's centre of the pitch on the halfway line. I think he's up against Tell. No, up against Tony. Sorry, Tony Maynard. He flicks it round Tony first time. Bergkamp, you think, yeah, think Bergkamp, think Berbatov at Cholwen, think Johan Al- Almanda for Bolton. Flicks it round him on his left foot, runs round the other side, tussles Tony away from it. And again, we're playing six sides, so it's in a hockey goal. You're not allowed in the box, so he just gets before the edge of the box, fights off Tony, and then he's facing the cat that is Miles Waller Denny. Gives him a little faint. Miles sits on his ass, and then this pry go. Who again? The touch was like Burkamp Berbatov, but he was more of a meat chew. He was a Lee Trundle, <laughs> thinks Miles Warner Denny hits the back and that everybody loses their minds. It is, it is incredible. I'm not even. I'm probably underplaying it. The goal was ridiculous. So, 
I think his name is Josh. We're going to go with Josh Key, I think his name was. Mm. That's for you, we're in a week. So I didn't hear that. I didn't see the goal, but I heard it because I was referring oh, the other pitch. Yeah, it was brilliant. And um, I heard, like you said, heard the commotion yeah, it on was, the sidelines. Because it was, it was, it was point, a lot of... Yeah, <laughs> it was the final group game. Obviously, a lot of tired bodies, a lot of tired men. And it was sort of dying down a bit. And then suddenly, everyone took notice of this, this bit of skill and, and the goal he scored. Yeah, it was brilliant. So, yeah, Josh Key, what well I mate. Fantastic goal. No, fantastic. Um, my lose of the week is the Dortmund goalkeeper, Gregor Cabell. Um, I put it on the story last night mm. that oh, it yes. actually went down as an own goal right? because yeah, yeah. he got a hit or he got <clears throat> a touch on it. Right. But those of you who haven't seen it is um, Upmericano has played he's on his own half and just played a really crap mm. through ball through the middle of the pitch mm. going nowhere. Sane is probably like 15 yards away from it. Like bread and butter keeper kick it out and he's sliced it. He's got the smallest of nicks on it oh. and it's hit off his leg and rolled in after four minutes, I think it is. Yeah. 1-0 Bayern in the, in the El Clasico, they call it's it. It's the yeah. title match, really, wasn't it? Title um, oh, it's just head and hands. What have you done? And they loot, and they end up going 4-0 down. They were 3-0 down at half-time, and it just yeah. set, they set the um, set the tone for a Is that guy been playing, or is he just... He's the number one. I don't really, I think he's been playing, yeah. yeah. But just set the tone for a shambolic performance. Mm. And it to add insult to injury, it went down as known goal. Yeah, right. We initially got given to Upminacano, but they're then recredited as an own goal. Yeah, rightly so. By the sounds of things, shambles. My loser of the week. I've gone for Graham Potter, and it's more of a. It's not like oh, he's losing, he's rubbish. It's it's a. I basically I said I I feel sorry for him. He was at Brighton. People talking about him and what he was doing, what Brighton were doing. He was doing a fantastic job, and they were always progressing. And like I said, this season could have been a fantastic season for them. One to remember. Um, but like I met, sort of mentioned briefly earlier, he got snatched away by the disgusting, heartless club of Chelsea, and now he's been sacked and no longer a Premier League manager at the moment. And he could still be at Brian enjoying that huge challenge, exciting season, plotting his mind against the great teams and some of the great managers. Um, but instead, he's been chewed up and spat out by Chelsea. So another one to the list. <laughs> That's a very accurate representation of what's been happened. Yeah, she's been churned up and spat back onto the river. Right. Which manager has managed the most mm. Premier League teams? Bonus point if you can name them all. Sam Allardyce? Sam Allardyce holds the record for the most teams managed in Premier League history. Really? After taking charge of... How many? Oh, have I got to tell you number? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Clubs um, throughout his managerial career. Come on, let's name them. Go for them. Just Prem? Yeah, yeah, just Prem. Okay. Bolton? Yep. Mm. West Ham? Yep. Everton? Yep. I've jumped all over the place here, but Newcastle? Was he yep, yep. Oh, that's four. Oh, God. Palace? Yep. Oh, he was Palace. That's a great shout. Five. Ooh, Sam Allardyce. Oh, oh, Blackburn. Yep. Of course he was a Blackburn. Two more. Oh, six. West Brom? Yep. Oh, absolute right. joke. That's his last club. Eight. 
People, yeah. people forget this one, and obviously you've <sighs> let it to last. Is it one of... Uh, oh. Was it before Bolton? No. 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 Hang on. So he's gone Bolton, Blackburn. I'm just going to get this not in the order. I don't know what the order is. Bolton, Blackburn, Newcastle, Everton, Palace. Who have I said? I forgot who I said. West Ham. That's six. Did I get seven? I got seven. Yeah. I've actually forgot who I've said that. You said West Brom, didn't you? West Brom. I did say West Brom. So that's seven. Eight. Who was he? Oh, Sam Allardyce. I'm lost. Absolutely lost. Do you want a clue? Yeah, go on. I need one. Out of all the clubs you mentioned, Mm. he managed a rival of one of them. Oh, that's not really good. Like a, I mean, like a an Arsenal Spurs that that, yeah, that yeah, sort meant, of meant something. Was he at Sunderland? He was at Sunderland for thirty-one games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a joke. <laughs> look at you can look at my computer. I go from my phone. I've not cheated at all. He did so well at Sunderland. He got offered the England job. Oh God, stop it! Do you remember he kept them up from like yeah? He had Defoe. Uh, so I can picture him. Yeah, cause Wabby Kasri. I can picture him in. Uh, remember Kone? He could have been the street shot. Forget. You remember that Kone Aruna, defender? Aruna, they had? Was it Aruna? No, Lamoni. Lamoni yeah. Kone. Wabby Kasri. Yeah, absolute they had. monster. Um. Yeah, because I picture yeah. him in a suit with a red and white tie on. Yeah, and he celebrating. Was yeah. Celebrating, yes. Oh, God, I'm so good at this. Yeah. <laughs> that's, really, that's got me going, that is. That's quality. What a shout. Yeah. And because you said, because of the clue, because of the clubs, Palace don't really have that direct rival. West, yes, well, maybe West Ham do, but obviously hasn't done any of that. Newcastle were the only team that have that direct. Or Blackburn, Burnley, but. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously I knew he weren't a Burnley and Bolton again. I couldn't even name you their rival, but yeah. Love it, said Big Sam. Well done, oh. well done. Um, yeah, that brings a brings a wrap to episode thirty nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be back next week with um, with the weekend round up again. Yeah, we'll, same we'll, again. And obviously, same. like yeah, back to Premier League. International football's over. Thank, thank God, God for yeah. the whole season. So um, yeah, back to the back to the normal Premier League games and yeah. hope yeah, you we'll enjoyed it and continue to like, share, comment all the Instagram stuff and and whatnot. Mm. But yeah, I'd like to say quickly that Tate again, Saturday was brilliant. Well done for organising, huge effort. Again, thanks to all the lads, all our mates and boys from Kent and two teams, sorry, two teams that got to the final that were some relation to Leah, but basically came over and took the piss and won the tournament. But yeah, mm-hmm. well done Tate. Obviously massive congratulations on the weekend, but huge good luck for the marathon. We'll all be there supporting you and yeah, well done mate. Yeah, no, thank you very much. And again, no, thank you for helping and refereeing as well yeah living and giving up your saturday to ref <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's good. some i don't know how many miles you did i i heard you were a bit of a walking ref, yeah I, just did in the middle. I ran 10 miles on saturday yeah, ridiculous, running, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> um yeah. but no yeah thank you very much and no, thank you for 900 pound and that was the most important thing in the end it was all for charity yeah. and it was over 900 pound we raised and that's yeah it's brilliant excuse my language fucking fantastic yeah. <laughs> that was it good. Really, really, really really is and I, yeah i appreciate Everyone who um, donated and gave up that Saturday to to come yeah, down, of course, glad it went well. Um, yes, no, perfect 
right, got a good end to end the podcast, and we'll see you all next week. Stay low. Stay low.